0: It's funny although I'm not focused on the job search piece as much as actually investing um, the ones I've done that have touched upon job search were always my most popular ones so <laughs> but um, I
1: think that it's inevitable in in this current environment um, everyone's attention is focused on on uh, job security um, and having an environment where they can uh, engage in the kind of work that 's interesting to them, you know just because folks uh, work on wall street doesn 't necessarily um, allow them to or enable them to feel comfortable um, uh, in, uh, in operating independently and uh, I'm sure many of your many of the folks in your audience work for firms uh, that allow them the security and the platform to uh, not have to worry about job search, and uh, and I think that that uh, creates tremendous stress for folks. So um, I, I find that um, uh, that the market now is really receptive to this sort of information. And quite frankly, there's very little uh, out there about job search and career management in general uh, for people who work in some sort of Wall Street related function.
0: Is it, is it fair to say, and again, I'm coming at this, actually, I, my last job before I came to Israel, I worked for Hydrick and Struggles, so we were like a you know, high-end executive search firm. Uh-huh. Uh, so I got to deal with you know, executive-level concerns, not necessarily you know, mid-level management. Um, so my, my, my approach, or I guess my, my viewpoint is a little bit you know uh, distant. Um, but is it fair to say that I, obviously a lot of the jobs on, on Wall Street have dried up? The way I'm looking, just the way the economy has changed, and the way financial services has changed, like they may not be coming back. I know they probably say this every every recession, but I just feel like they've been they've those jobs are still out there. They're just in different fields. Like they're more on the buy side now, like with investment advisories. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. side, regulatory, uh, risk management, um, uh, uh, a strategy. Uh, I, I think that uh, you know. What Wall Street has always been uh, defined by cycles. The cycles are just uh, getting closer and closer together. They're deeper and. uh, and I, I also think that product innovation is is driving Wall Street as well. You know, there's always going to smart people always going will always be driven to uh, the financial markets, and it just may be that they're changing in very significant ways because of regulatory matters. And you know, uh, uh, geography is influencing change. Mm-hmm. Um, if you speak uh, uh, Mandarin. Uh, then uh, you would, uh, I mean, you'd probably be living in in uh, Asia now. Yep. So you know there are opportunities. It's just that the landscape has changed. That's great. Uh, and the reality is that it's always a, a been a moving target.
0: Um. Also, wh- what's your viewpoint? Um. I'm sorry, just to to machine gun questions at you because I'm I'm as I'm thinking about the event. Um, I'm trying to find, you know, the most qualified and interesting speakers to to participate. Um, What event is this? So what I I approached you in the email with was um, an event I I plan on hosting in in February. I haven't fully set the date yet, um, which would be a week-long virtual event. Um, It'd be a couple, you know, webinars a day um, for either people looking for their first job in breaking into Wall Street um, or it's that, you know, second or third job, like sort of early to mid career um type thing you know huh? what what the economic environment's like where the jobs are where the jobs aren't what people are doing to get jobs a lot of the stuff i've dealt with in my podcast um i think can be done in a in a more exploratory um and also more dogmatic way um yeah. so i thought like a week long thing you know two events a day i would charge some money for it you know, get people out there that have books to promote or, or services to promote, to, to work with me. Um, and then I'd go out there and try to recruit, you know, a large enough audience that would make everybody, you know, make everybody's time worth it. Um, so that was the actual event that I was describing. That, you know, to 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 do an interview on the podcast, we can set that up. And, you know, probably early next week, we can spend 30 minutes on the phone or something uh, doing that. Sure. Um, are you interested in participating in the event?
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. I uh, any opportunity to talk about this stuff. Uh, makes me a little smarter um, uh, and also gives me an opportunity just to talk about this stuff. So uh, it helps me to articulate my own thoughts. And, um, you know, I'm, my uh, view of the world is, is quite frankly constantly kind of shifting in terms of what people need to do to um, either identify work or protect themselves on the job. So the more I talk about this stuff, uh, the smarter it makes me. Um,
0: I guess where in the cycle are they? Are, are you are you dealing mainly with early career people? Is there a? Oh, you
1: know, um, yeah, it's funny. I'm uh, I, I'm heading this afternoon to Baltimore. I have to speak at a, a local CFA chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a couple of years ago, I remember I was at the Phil- Philadelphia CFA chapter for their career day. And this uh, kid, I mean, he just must have been out of college, came over to me and said, oh, I'm, you know, I, I wonder, you know, are you, would you work with somebody who's, uh, uh, you know, right out of college? And I said, you know what, um, as long as the client is motivated, I'm, my clients are e- everyone from uh, uh, folks heading up divisions. Um, in fact, I, I mean, I have a very, very senior client right now. Um, who is the head of a global um, organization um, to uh, I had a client this is, it's almost pathetic. his father was a hedge fund manager and and he, the kid was in high school. Um, so we worked initially on getting him a summer job on yeah, the other no hand,
0: pressure right no pressure
1: yeah no pressure. <laughs> on the other hand, I had an amazing uh, and I, he, he's still a client. Um, one of my clients contacted me in his first year at Stanford Business School He, he was the youngest graduate of Stanford Business School uh, in its history and he joined uh, I mean he, 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 met, he was studying there when I, I think he, he started school at the age of twenty um, and he had never worked in a full-time job before he'd only had summer summer, summer internships. <laughs> he contacted me in the fall semester, his first semester, and very, very resourceful. That summer, after his first year, he had three summer internships. Wow. Um, uh, and so uh, it was, you know, the, the, uh, working with somebody like that was, was very satisfying for me because he uh, processed the information, he redefined it for himself, and then he went out and he made it happen. He was, he was fearless. And, uh, and and he's been doing quite well since he graduated. He graduated, I think, two years ago. So it will be, actually it'll be three years since. So. Um, and
0: is your work primarily focused on the sell side or do you also do work in, in financial services in general?
1: No, it's broadly speaking, I work okay. with on both the sell side and the buy side. Um, I have a lot of clients who work uh, for investment management firms, hedge funds, private equity firms, um, and a lot of clients who are crossing over. You know, historically a lot of sell side people mm-hmm have desired uh, the move to the buy side, um, alternatively, given the uh, lack of opportunities, uh, in general, um, buy side people in transition are looking at uh, uh, sell side uh, at it just to be working. Right. You know, shelf life is a real issue on Wall Street, mm-hmm. some people will be out too long.